2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 3 is a good description. Let's read it. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 3. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot say. Don't miss that. Paul's saying, listen, I had an experience. I don't know if I was in the body or out of the body when this happened to me. Let me share this with you. I quoted from John G. Lake's book this morning. I could quote from others, and I will give you a scriptural example of this in just a minute. Some of you are going to doubt this. I know you are, but I'm going to prove it to you from Scripture in just a moment. But John G. Lake said in a service one time, he felt a strong impression to pray. He didn't know why, he just did. He went to prayer, and as he went to prayer, many other people began praying in the audience. And he said, he looked up and he perceived as they were praying, shafts of light came from them. And they were directed at him, and as they hit him, tremendous spiritual power and tremendous impact upon his spirit. And he was praying in the spirit. And he said, as he was praying in the spirit, he moved out and began to travel. And he could see cities passing below him. Hang on, church. Hold on. This was in South Africa. He began to pass over cities and countries. He came to the United States. He recognized some of these places. Crossing the borders and into a place in South Dakota to an asylum in South Dakota. He passed through there and found himself standing by a cot where a lady was laying bound hand and foot to that cot and a strap across her chest. And he said she was just totally out of it, just muttering some incoherent language. Immediately he prayed for her, rebuked that thing, and she came out of it and smiled at him. Her whole countenance changed. He said, I did not perceive traveling back. The next thing I knew, I was kneeling and praying at the same place I had been. In about three weeks, they received word that that lady was released from that asylum. The doctor said, we cannot explain it. We don't know why. We don't know how it happened. She's normal. It's just one of those unexplainable things that happens. If I recall, I may have left this out, and it, it, it may have been important. I believe she was a relative of someone in his church that had requested prayer. Is that true, Tom? This person had requested prayer for a relative of theirs in this asylum. Now, you say, that's pretty fantastic. It's in your Bible. There was a time when Philip was ministering. I should have the exact reference for you, but I don't. The evangelist Philip was ministering in the book of Acts. You remember when he was talking to the Ethiopian eunuch and they were traveling along and he witnessed to him. The Ethiopian eunuch uh, accepted Christ and wanted to be baptized. They got out of the chariot. They got down in the water and Philip baptized him. And the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. He was next found at Azotus. I've looked that up on the map, and that's 30 to 50 miles away, translated physically, bodily. Well, Balaam went into a trance in Numbers 24, and verses 3 and 4 received some divine instruction. Genesis 2.21, Genesis 15.12, Acts 22.17, and verses 18 also and 21. The trance might be regarded as the threshold of the vision. I guess you understand by now that the vision generally occurs in daytime when you're wide awake. Dream occurs at night when you're asleep. The trance is the threshold. It's the stepping over into the vision. The prelude to the vision. Balaam fell prostrate. Daniel said he was so weak he couldn't stand from this experience. 
God gives in this instance many times a pictorial revelation. Now you must understand that the symbols you see in a dream are not always to be interpreted literally as being the actual truth to be communicated. Sometimes God will speak to you truths in symbols. Then you have to have the spiritual perception to translate or interpret those symbols or find someone who does. When you have this experience of a trance, a vision, it will change your life. Every man recorded in the Bible who went through this, his life was dramatically altered from that time on. He was not the same. And it is true today. People who have had similar experiences are never the same. I don't mean that negatively either. I mean that positively. They are more consecrated to God. They are more dedicated to God than they ever were before. They have a greater zeal for God than ever before. They have a greater love for God and a greater appreciation for God than ever before. And a greater interest in the things of God and the work of God than ever before. 